What is up, everyone? Welcome to the 3C Podcast, Curating Content Creators. I am your host, Brett McGrath, Vice President of Marketing at a brand new content marketing company called Fathom. I'm really excited to be here. I'm on my second week at this company and I have so much energy. I've been talking with marketers about their content and how they're distributing it to the right people at the right time for the last two weeks. And there's so much energy around this topic. I am really thrilled to be bringing content marketers on this show, marketers in general, to just share what they're doing, benefit the greater good, and provide some inspiration to you. So a little bit of background. There's going to be two, two episodes a week. One of the episodes is going to talk about you know, what we're working on and what we're dealing with. It's not going to be a product pitch and try to get you to buy our, our solution. That's not what this is about. But what it will be about is the obstacles we're working on, forming as a team, adding new teammates, collaborating, building culture. We want to share those stories out in real time because I know there is a lot of other people starting companies and there's a lot of other people out there starting new jobs right now. And so what we want to do is just show our work. We want to, we want to share with you the good, bad, and the ugly, and hopefully it can start a conversation around these topics and we get the opportunity to connect. That's what this is all about. The second show, it's going to be me having a conversation with a marketer in the B2B space about not just their content production, not just their content strategy, but how are they thinking strategically about their content distribution? How are they getting their content to the right audience at the right time? What are those tactics? I know content distribution seems like the redheaded stepchild sometimes when it comes to content marketing. However, I believe it is the most important. That's why I joined this company, and that's why I'm fired up to be bringing you this podcast on a regular basis. You can expect a lot of energy from me. This is the third podcast I've spun up um, in the last year, and this is a platform and a, a medium I'm very comfortable on. I am doing this podcast because I want you to know who I am, who we are as a business, and I'm I'm leveraging this as an opportunity to you know, create content for us. If we are a content marketing company, we need to be kick ass at content. And that's what I'm about. So expect a lot of energy, expect some really fun conversations. I'm building my bench of people I want to get on this show early and let it out. There is so much passion with marketers and it feels so good to be back. I start, I've spent my entire career in B2B marketing. I started off marketing to marketers worked in several different verticals in between. And now I'm, I feel like I'm at home again. It feels like a playground. I feel like I'm talking to my people. What's up, people? So I am really thrilled to be sharing and building this community. I'm excited to be bringing on these guests. I'm excited to share a little bit about what we're doing as a company. So you can connect with me on my personal handle, please do, at Indy McGrath. What's up, Indianapolis? That's where we're from. So it's at Indy McGrath. I'm going to be using my personal handle to talk about what we're doing as a company. I am the company spokesman in a way, right? So I'm the hype guy. So I want to make sure that I'm using my personal account to talk about what we're doing at the company and what we're doing on this show. I need to spin up our, our, our social handles too. That is uh, on me. We've got a Twitter handle out there right now, at Meet Fathom. Go, go hit follow on at Meet Fathom. I promise you, I'm going to be building that up soon. So help us out. Give us a follow there. 
Um, and then on our website, meetfathom.com, I'm in the process of building out our, our content strategy, our blog, all that fun stuff. Um, it's not going to look like you know everyone else's B2B marketing. I promise you that. We're, we're looking to stand out and we're looking to separate in the space and I'm going to be having fun doing it. So I was, I would think, as I was thinking about this first episode and, and what, what I wanted to do and who I wanted to talk to, it was an easy decision. I wanted to bring on our CEO, Jonathan Gandalf. Jonathan has been heads down building our company, thinking about the problem we're solving and talking to a lot of marketers. I'm talking like over 100 marketers. He shared an amazing document with me on how they're thinking about content and content distribution um, when I, during my onboarding process, and I look at it every day. It's incredible. But I wanted to bring him on to share his perspective on what excites him about the opportunity, um, talk about what his vision is for the company, talk about this podcast and why we're doing it, and also talk about just the team. We he, It was him for six, for six months. Um, and now we're a team of five. So I think that's pretty cool. So I think after you get done listening to the conversation with Jonathan, you'll have an understanding of the tone we're trying to set in the space and what we're about. All right, I'll shut up for now. I promise you for now. But without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. All right, everybody. Welcome to the first, the launch of the 3C podcast. I am really excited. As I was thinking about this first episode you know, we were having some conversations about launching it and I figured the best person to have on would be our CEO, Jonathan Gandalf, who has been involved in the business longer than everyone else, uh, involved in the business by himself for the last six months. So I want to get into that. We have new teammates. I just joined a couple of weeks ago, but really just want to get into us building a startup and what what we're dealing with and just the thought process. So without further ado, Jonathan, welcome to the 3C podcast. Hey, Brett. Uh, thanks for having me. This is awesome. I've, uh, as a marketer, you know, starting a branded podcast is something I flirted with for the last couple of years and uh, actually never got around to because I felt like we couldn't do it properly. But with your experience, I'm, I'm excited to learn from you and be a part of this ongoing and continue to support it and share share some of my thoughts with you. Yeah, definitely. And I, I will say we we both are morning people. And as we're recording this, it is the afternoon, but we both have our coffee, which um, we're kind of coffee degenerates. So we're going to we're going to drink some coffee throughout this and try to deliver um, a good conversation. But maybe we start there, Jonathan. I think one of the things about just onboarding on into the business and talking with you about what we want to be doing with marketing, I was pretty emphatic right away saying, Hey, I want to, I want to do a podcast because I want our audience to understand who we are as a people, as people over, you know, what we're, what the product is we're building. Um, and I'm just curious, there was never any like resistance or never any pushback from you. I'm just curious, just like your thought pro process with podcasting and why, why have you been so open to, you know, us starting the show? Yeah. I mean, so we're in the content marketing space and, uh, you know, the strategy that people have been, I'd say executing on for probably five, six, seven, eight, maybe more years than that is creating pillar content and then building around that or building off of that. And for so long, that meant like, the, you know, the 15 page ebook, the 20 page white paper, and then chopping that up into a million little pieces. And with, I think how consumers are consuming content with shifting interests there, as well as shifting technologies and just the ability for everyone to create pillar audio pillar content, I think is, is working. Like that's been proven out to this point. And I think 
Now it's a matter of it's working so well. It's how do you break through a little bit of the noise, no pun intended in the audio space, but how do you make a business podcast that's different? I've seen you do it uh, several times over, um, both professionally and personally. And I think that's going to be our challenge moving forward is how do we make a content marketing podcast or a a podcast from the content marketing space that is different. And, uh, you know, the thought process you and I have talked about is like, let's share kind of how we plan to do that or how we think through that and solve for that. And that's why I'm here today and why um, I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Yeah. And I think uh, it's a perfect segue into what I want to get into. And that's just sharing. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about just like this concept of showing our work and being open. And it's something I firmly believe in. And it's something that I think if we're trying to build an audience around this topic of content marketing, which is such a noisy space, people want to work with people. Products are more or less commodities. So I think it gives us the opportunity to get people to understand what we believe in, who we are, what our interests are. I mean, we talked this morning, you are a probably the number one Purdue basketball, Purdue supporter there is. And like the first thing you led with today it was like, I'm excited Purdue's playing IU tonight and I can't wait. So like maybe talk about just like authenticity and just what it means to you in terms of just overall business strategy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's kind of a cheat code for us, right? Like I think marketers inherently like to share are very social in general and like to network with each other. So, you know, there's no reason for us to hide and try to get something perfect. Like perfection is the enemy of progress. Right. So I I mentioned to you this morning, like this is such a cheat code for us to be able to use getting to know individuals as people as market research. Like that's pretty awesome. That's pretty unique. And so even, you know, as we've talked about building in public, I think there's going to be times when that's really uncomfortable. And I think that's when it's important that we do that most. And so we haven't had that challenge yet, but I'm sure it's on the horizon and and we'll get to that point and it'll be uncomfortable, but I hope that it helps us, you know, empathize with some of our prospects, some of our customers, some of our users. Um, And so as we've built the team, it's been kind of one of the first things we've, we've all talked about is like, let's be authentic. Let's talk like humans. Let's try not to use the business jargon. Let's cut right to the chase and show our work. Um, You know, we're not doing anything here that's necessarily novel, but we're applying familiar consumer experiences to a new space. So let's show the work and let's share that with people. And hopefully everyone gets better because of it. And again, we're just lucky because marketers, I think in general, like those conversations and like to talk to each other and share our work. So uh, that's what we're going to be trying to do. And I think this podcast is kind of the first step of that, which is awesome. For sure. And so maybe we, we get into you, you were on an Island for much of this, uh, you, uh, all during, uh, this COVID, right. We're, we're, we're a new team and we're all, we're all forming virtually, which is interesting. I talked about, I think I, I wrote an article about just onboarding at my kitchen table and how, you know, looking back on it now, it just, it wasn't, it, you, if I would have looked at it maybe two years ago, I'd have been like, that is just absolutely ridiculous and no way it would ever work. But now like I've, you know, two weeks later, it's like, you know, that was pretty normal. So, you know, you've, you jumped into this right in the thick of COVID on an Island. Talk to me about just like your process and just transitioning from, you know, company kind of somewhat, I'll put it in quotes, corporate life, startup corporate life to going and trying to build something completely out of nothing by yourself. Yeah, it was, the timing was certainly weird. Uh, you know, it'll be, something that I think we ultimately benefit from, but it's not 
something I would like to do again. I, so we, I started the conversation as part of the high alpha studio model with the high alpha team in March. Uh, they reached out to me and it was, I think it was like literally the first day I was working from home kind of officially. And Scott Dorsey and I had a conversation and it, it was kind of very similar for him. I think he had just shifted to work from home as well. And so really we spent, you know, the majority of that conversation just being like, what's this new world like? How crazy is this? How weird is this? Thinking like, we'll be back in the office by April. And then sure enough, we weren't, obviously we're still working from home, but you're right. Like it's weird to think how foreign that experience felt in March and how normal it feels now. But um, so we, we officially started in July uh, with the Fathom concept and you know, the idea was, yeah, let's start hiring people. Let's start building, let's go, go, go. But really I'm, I'm super fortunate that it didn't work out that way. Not only because the way it did end up working out, we got the stellar people that we got truly an A team kind of, and they all came together at once, which has been really beneficial as well. But without the team members building the product or building pipeline for the first six months, all I did was talk to marketers, talk to potential buyers. And like, you just, you have a lot of the same conversations over and over again, but that helps validate what you should or should not be doing. So we've, we've pivoted the idea a little bit. We've pivoted the concept a little bit, but we've revalidated and revalidated the concept over and over again. So that was really awesome. And honestly, like doing that remotely made that easier than ever. You're able to have more conversations, more efficiently conversations with people who are typically traveling a lot. Marketers were always at conferences, always at field marketing. All of a sudden we're all sitting at a computer and really open to a Zoom conversation. So like, I, I honestly think it's going to end up being a part of our origin story that we really benefited from. And now we're going to continue to benefit from it in the future. I think with virtual events becoming a thing that we can certainly support. A lot of marketers are shifting budget and resources to content marketing this year because things like conferences, field marketing, travel, entertainment are going away. They're focused more on content. So I think it's a, a real opportunity for us. And, you know, this is the first time I've worn buttons in a few weeks. And that's just for you, Brett. Dressing up for the podcast. I love it. So you, the list, you talk about the 100 marketers, which I got to tell everyone, just as a marketer coming in and onboarding and having a list of conversations and things that were brought up was like a goldmine for me. Like I'm still piling through it and trying to figure out, all right, like, does this, how can this work in a campaign or how can this be put into our messaging? Um, so that to me is, uh, I'm something I'm grateful for, but you know, you sat and did zoom calls with all of these marketers. I love to hear like maybe some moments from that, those conversations that like were memorable to you. Like when I talk about like, what are the things or the people or the things said during those conversations that stand out. Talk to me about a couple of those moments. Yeah, there were certainly some of those moments. I think there were recurring themes and then some people that had really strong reactions, really visceral reactions to some of those themes. So I'll, I'll do my best to recap some of those. I think one was that B2B marketing is just kind of stagnant, kind of stale. We've been, you know, I remember, Brett, you and I were at Exact Target in the early 2010s, and you know we were putting content behind forms, getting leads, following up to those leads, and that's what a lot of marketers are still doing. And I think we all realize, like, th the level of content, like podcasting, as an example, is improving, but how we distribute that content is not. And so, th the example of the reaction to that uh, I had, I was talking with a CMO at an enterprise SaaS company, and he said, "B2B marketing is just broken." 
we spend all this time, energy, resources, putting together a really beautiful deliverable. And then the experience with how we deliver it is really shitty. So bonus points for first curse word on three. There we go. I don't know know if we're allowed to do that or not, but we just did. But um, I I think that was like that, that like really strong emotional reaction from a CMO of a, a MarTech company at an enterprise SaaS company saying B2B marketing is shitty. And we put really beautiful deliverables behind really crappy landing pages that, that really stood out to me. So that was one of the themes. I think another one was just around, like, I would ask all of these marketers, we'd talk about how they execute content marketing in their day-to-day, but then we'd also talk about how they discover other brands, content marketing in their day-to-day. And then I'd ask, well, what brands inspire you? And almost, almost every time it was, well, actually like not a lot of B2B brands, but there are some B2C brands that I try to emulate in our own marketing. And that's like, that really stood out to me as like, you know, why are we, we as B2B marketers, why do we look to B2C marketing as kind of the shining example of what we should be striving for? Like, why don't we just create marketing that's just as inspirational as that? And uh, Heike Young from Salesforce, director of content strategy at Salesforce, she, she made a really great point, like, B2C content, we always talk about being bingeable, but B2B content is not near as bingeable. Uh, We don't create the same brand experiences that are bingeable. The quality is not quite there. The storytelling is not quite there. And so that was another one that really stood out to me of like, all right, let's take the consumer technology experience of consuming content and apply it to the B2B space. And and that's what we're going to try to do. And there there were a lot of recurring themes, but those are the two that uh, really jump out at me off the top of my head. Yeah. And I'd love to talk about those a little bit further. The one thing, thanks for the uh, expletives. Um, we're going to differentiate ourselves from the corporate business podcasts all over the Apple directories by get, being the <laughs> being the one and only to have the explicit uh, content stamp on, on the 3C podcast. You just made that call in real time. Uh, I want to thank you for Parental that. Parental advisory. I like <laughs> it. Right. That's right. But kid, your kids better not be in the car when they're listening to this. <laughs> but yeah, so like, I think part of the reason why I wanted to be a part of this team and work on this problem is that, yes, the, the B2B process, uh, marketing process is is severely broken. And I agree with that quote. I think we, I mean, it was, you know, we talk about us working together you know, eight years ago or whatever, however long it was. And it was the, the tactics that we were leveraging there to generate leads and get people to download things and fill out forms and then send it to the SDR team and have them qualify. Like people, teams are still doing that now. And, you know, with, you got, everyone's got one of these, a phone, right? And they can go and they can get on Amazon and then they can go make a purchase without talking to anyone. And that, per, that, that purchase shows up on their doorstep, you know, 12 hours later, like consumer expectations have just completely changed. However, you have B2B teams that are still trying to push um, a square peg into a round hole. And it, it sucks. Like it really sucks. Like I'm fired up and I have energy around our team and how everybody from, you know, the development to growth marketing, everybody is kind of rallying around this man, it doesn't really have to be this way. And so I think like that's special. And I know as I'm saying this and um, marketers out there who are, who are listening to this podcast can all agree, what, like, what, what can we do like as an organization just off the top of your head or like, I know you've been thinking about this, but like what's something we can be doing to try to, try to change this, this perspective that things don't have to be the, the way they were you know, eight to 10 years ago? 
Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's two experiences that we as a team have even like reacted to. I, I think one of the coolest moments from this week, uh, kind of the first week with the full employee um, roster on board was I, I put our problem statement that I've been sharing with marketers in front of the team that our ability to create content has surpassed our ability to effectively distribute or discover content. And honestly, I, I put it in the deck because I wanted you guys to kind of pick it apart and tell me like, does this, does this make sense? Does it resonate with you? And like, without me saying anything, the rest of the team, the rest of the employees just like ranted for like 30 minutes about how frustrating like content marketing was for them personally. I was like, all right, like if we are having that reaction, like, and not everyone on the call was marketers, I, I trust we're on to something with that problem statement. And so there, there's two experiences kind of wrapped into that that I think are terrible and we can we can help solve for. One is forms. Uh, forms are just a relic of the past. Like I had forgotten how bad they were. I, I spent some time in the in the B2C space and then came back into the B2B space. And I was I was as guilty as anybody. We we had a content marketing program and we wrestled with the decision: should we gate content, ungate content? We did the hybrid approach that so many people are doing. Like, oh well, what we'll do we'll just gate our really cool content and then ungate everything else. And uh, thought I was doing the right thing. Left there, starting Fathom now. And uh, for one of our initial beta customers, I wanted to go out and find some research from their competitors to share with them. And I just had to fill out form and form and form again. And I was getting like angry. I was like, this is so stupid. And even like Google autofill, Google autofills it. And then like two of the fields are incorrect and you have to go back and fix it. And then messes up the other fields. And it's just like, sometimes they email you the document. Sometimes it's a download. You end up getting a call from BDR 20 minutes later. Like it's just such a miserable experience. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to kill forms. That's, that's maybe overly direct, but like, Let's let's put an end to forms in the B2B space. That that's bogus. The other experience is uh, like searching for content. You know, if you're doing market research or you're trying to learn about a new category, uh, I remember I I was in again the B2C space for like three to four years, and I don't know what happened in that three to four years, but that was like the life cycle of ABM becoming a thing, account based marketing. I came back into B2B tech and. The marketing team I joined was talking about ABM, ABM. I'm like, oh shit, what's ABM? So I, I start Googling and it's it's the same thing if you're researching a purchasing decision, if you're just researching a trend, but you do a Google search, you probably don't go past the first page results. So you're only getting the Google search results for the people with the best SEO. You're opening a bunch of different tabs. And then once you get to those tabs, you're probably downloading forms. You're probably, you know, clicking around on a website. It's just, there's no real good source to go to for a cross section of um, different content formats, as well as different content sources. If you're just looking for whether it's professional development, purchasing decision, trend analysis, you know, everything else we do across the internet has that curated experience, that very easy, simple search for us. But uh, whether that's music, movies, TV, online shopping, et cetera, but that's just not, that's for whatever reason, that's not the way the B2B content space operates. And we have a huge opportunity to change that. Right. We just, I mean, we just got off uh, the call with Christian, who's uh, the partner that is um, working on the Fathom business. And one thing that stood out for me in the conversation is we were talking about, you know, the problem we were trying to solve and talking about the team forming was his statement about, you know, production. That's the easy part. The distribution to the people who need it, that's the difficult part. And I think that rings so true, so true, right? There are so many companies out there that I know have products for me being a marketing leader, joining a team of five that is just getting going. 
but I don't know what that, that can make my life better. That can help improve this podcast that can, you know, by the way, this, maybe this is, maybe this is an open letter to anyone who, who hears this and knows that I'm starting out and I, I'm thinking a lot about content. Maybe you should reach out to me and use this podcast as a way to get my attention. But th- there's all of these things that are, I'm going through and I want to conquer the world and do all of these things. But I know products exist that can make my life easier, but there's so much noise in that space. So like, how are you thinking about like this, this distribution piece? Because I think like, as we're going to be doing this show regularly, I'm going to be talking about what we're working on and bringing on people like you. And then there's going to be this other side where I'm going to bring on marketers who are thinking a lot about this distribution problem and share their ideas and concepts on what they're doing to reach the right customers. So, so how are you thinking about just like this, this bullet point of distribution underneath content marketing? Yeah. So it's kind of a two-part answer there. And I think like to what you're talking about, about like content production, not being the hard part, it's distribution. It hasn't always been that way, but I agree. It's that way now where there's so many like really talented content marketers telling really cool stories, creating really cool content in the B2B space. It just doesn't see the light of day. They make it and then it's tough to promote. It's behind a form, you know, it's, it's being powered through an algorithm, you know, in SEO rankings. Um, and so like, I, I think part of our opportunity is to share some of the really good content that really savvy, really smart, really awesome marketers are doing the stories they're telling the really awesome content they're creating and shining a light on that. So I I've shared with you a little bit, and even some of the marketers we've talked to, like, I really want our focus to be on content for humans. I think we as marketers so much anymore, when we produce content, we're writing content for algorithms, right? So whether that's SEO, whether that's social advertising, PPC, digital advertising, et cetera, we're a lot of times just trying to game an algorithm, which feels really disingenuous. Uh, it works. And so people are doing it and they're going to continue to do it. But how do we, inside of our platform, uh, we'll have an algorithm, but how do we weight that so that it's more based on like human interaction as opposed to keywords and tagging and some of that infrastructure. So I really hope that we are able to build something that kind of um, is self, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Self-sufficient and um, really highlights the um, content that people are interacting with and kind of decirculates some of the really bad content that's out there. Because there is some of that. Um, and uh, we hope that just through human interaction, we can start to filter some of that out and really bring some of the really awesome storytellers in the B2B content space into the light. Absolutely, because there's a ton out there and that's what we want to help do. Obviously, I hope you can all hear the energy that we all, we, Jonathan and I both share and you'll meet some of the rest of the team others have on this team around working on and solving this problem and helping B2B marketers out like you. Maybe we can kind of round turn four um, and I'd love to understand maybe you as a first time leader of a company maybe your sources for inspiration. What are you looking to turning to? How are you, how are you kind of operating and making yourself not feel like an Island and have to know all the answers and figure it out? I know there's probably a lot of people out there that have thought about kind of starting their own business or are currently in the process of starting their own business or have just launched and they're trying to figure it out. So how, how are you balancing the, Hey, I might not know all the answers, I'm looking for 
sources of inspiration, but also trying to bring in the right people to make this happen. What's going on through your head there? Yeah. I mean, I am personally like vulnerable to a fault. Probably I'm never bashful about admitting what I don't know. And so I think that's the first step. And then I think it's surrounding yourself with really smart people, which we've been able to do. I think we're four for four on hiring in that front. So that's been awesome. Uh, the very first week that you and one of the other marketers joined the team, I actually couldn't be here. Uh, I couldn't be online. I had some personal family issues going on and you guys just ran with it, which like to me is like the biggest, like, check mark for hiring self-starters is they literally self-started. So I think just looking for those people who have high motors or really engaged and want to problem solve um, and surrounding myself with people like that is really good. I think that's one thing. And then it's honestly surrounding myself with content, right? Like the same exact thing we were talking about today, like finding those trusted sources of leadership content, entrepreneurship content, you know, nonfiction books I'm reading. No Rules Rules is a book by um, the Netflix leadership team about the culture of reinvention. And I've been reading a lot and, you know, the shame of it is, is right now there's not a great place for me to go to find that content. It's a lot of Google searching, saving links, emailing myself links, uh, an Amazon wish list that is overly long. Like, um, and so that exact pain is something that I hope that we fathom can help aspiring entrepreneurs, aspiring CEOs, aspiring leaders in the B2B space becoming a source for them to develop their own professional skills, um, as well as learning from our team as we try to build in public kind of all along the way. I love it. Uh, just right on cue, right when you mentioned Amazon, I'm looking out of my window. <laughs> Ding dong. I heard Amazon. it. I heard it. That was awesome. I'll have to play that up. Turn the, turn the uh, volume up on that. Ding dong. Yeah, definitely turn it up. All right. Fi- final one here. Let's uh, Let's close out with this. Just, I'd love to know, because like, you know, where my head's at right now, just in terms of we're working on a big content marketing problem. I'm the marketing guy. I'm working on bringing our content to life. Like what to you is, is kind of that six, six, what does success look like on the content side and in kind of like the, the first six to 12 months of, of fathom kind of launching and, and, you know, stepping into the light. I like this. We're just hosting our one-on-one now via podcast. That's right. Nice. Um, That's right. Yeah. I, so actually, Brett, I think uh, Eric Sindelbach, our CTO and co- co-founder for the business, uh, he said something earlier this week that just kind of like almost gave me goosebumps. He was like, you know, success to him looked like, and I, I think as far as our content plan goes, like seeing somebody we know, we respect, we trust, whether that's in our personal network or maybe a broader like B2B network, mention Fathom or whatever our business name does become after we rebrand, but kind of mention Fathom as a trusted resource without knowing that we are reading that or seeing that. They're not just doing it to, you know, patronize us. They're, they're actually saying, oh, like check out Fathom, like, um, you know, or Fathom solving for that problem you mentioned, or I like reading, getting my content from Fathom. To me, that that's like, that'll be an aha moment where it's like, all right, we're on to something here. Like we've become this trusted advisor for B2B content marketing. And I think that'll be a really cool moment. It'll happen. Um, I don't know when or where it will happen. I think that's part of the excitement of it is it'll be unexpected. But to me, I think if we can accomplish that, that'll be really big. I completely agree. And whenever you've got something brewing that you want to talk about, you know there's a podcast here. Just tap me on the shoulder. We'll have you back on the show. Jonathan, thank you for being the first guest. Let's go make it happen, man. Let's make it happen. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Brett. 
All right, everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed episode one and enjoyed that conversation with Jonathan. I know I had fun with it. Hopefully that helps set the tone and gives you some background on who we are and what we're about at our company and definitely on the 3C podcast. Hit that subscribe button if you enjoyed the conversation. I'm going to be pouring a lot of passion into this one. So if you are looking for more information on startups, forming, building culture, building brand, if you're if you're looking for more inspiration on your content strategy, distribution focus, how you can get that content to the right people at the right time, this is your spot. I know it is. So definitely hit that subscribe button. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. And we will talk to you again really soon.